Welcome to a very glittery Bones of Advertising. We are a trio, a posse of three this morning. Welcome, young ladies. Nice to see you. Apologies for Jack Daniels. No worries. All good. Well, not all good, but, you know. We when business calls, we need to tend to thy business. So, um, okay, I'm, I'm interested, Cara. A little leading from you on what we're going to have a look at today. Thanks before we take a peekaboo. So today we're looking at an ad from Bolter Beer and their new campaign of We Love Good Beer. So let's have a look. Mate. How good is beer? Who said that? It was me over here i'm a lady down the back i was just watching a game of darts and sharing a laugh with some mates who look like me and me how's it going another type of person you might see filling up an empty seat for diversity in every beer ad that you see I'm an everyman too. Like her, I am an everyday, everyman, ordinary, everyday man one can relate to. I also drink beer too. It's yum. I like it all my time. I also like it. I like the sound of the beer can when you open it. <laughs> Just because I was not born here doesn't mean I don't like a frosty brew on any given summer's day. It comes with curry. And and spicy bits of meat. And for every time I don't see a shark at the beach. When you've taken out the rubbish and deserve a little treat. It's delicious. Just smell the fruity aromatics. It goes with personality. It's really charismatic. I like it warm. I guess that's okay. Well, I made a special bell. It's got a beer can holster. The beer for everybody here has got a name. It's... Oh, sorry. That's great, everybody, but who's paying for this round? Okay. What do we think? Right. <clears throat> well, I'm going to pass to you girls first to, to provide us with some level of uh, response to that one. Um, Go for it, Gabs. That was long. Long. If we just watched the two minute, 18 second version, that was long. Um, and I know they've done lots of cut downs. I've, I've watched a few of them. Some of them don't really make sense in a shorter context. Um, some of them do, depending on how they've cut it. But holistically, I think what they're trying to do is sort of change the beer culture and the traditional thoughts around who drinks beer and like I think that's kind of cool they're doing something quite different they're a challenger brand they're more of a craft style beer so they're definitely the right brand to be I guess taking 
this route. Um, but yeah, for me, it was, it was just very long and lots of stereotypes in there. And, um, I don't know. It didn't definitely didn't make me want to drink beer, but I guess I'm, I'm not the target audience for, for this type of ad. Well, uh, you, you're a you're a wine person or a champagne person, so I don't know. I reckon you are the target. They're trying to say to you that it's okay to drink beer. I know, but like for me, I'm not. I I don't know. I don't want to drink beer just because, you know, they're Everyone saying everyone beer. can drink beer. Um, and yeah, no, nah, it was it's. I know we're supposed to find something really positive in each of the ads this season. So my positive was, it was quite comical. There were moments of it that like did make me giggle when, you know, they turned the can around um, to do the big reveal and they were a bit delayed and a bit clunky there. That was kind of comical. And when the guy said, I like it warm, that that bit was kind of funny too. Um, but yeah, holistically, it went on forever. And I just, I don't know how effective it's going to be in actually getting people to drink their beer, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll have a crack, Tara, unless you want to jump straight in on that. Um, I, I don't mind. I think I I really liked it. I I think it's very on brand for them. They were yeah. started by a group of of, you know quite famous surfers, um, which is why old mate Mick Fanning features in it and makes the joke about the shark. It's very Gold Coast, which is where they're kind of based. And I think it it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek play at the whole, like, diversity and inclusiveness as well. I think they, and, you know, is that the right thing to make, to make kind of light of that situation? But I don't, I liked it. I think it was a... A kind of I didn't see it as them making fun of it. I saw it as them trying to be all about it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so, but being like lighthearted. I don't know, like it was I, I liked it. I think they they actually did well at doing the cut downs. I think it kind of gave you a snippet into the whole story and and the the campaign is running as this kind of bigger bigger story movement. They they say that it's you know it's not an ad. It's a, a really 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 short documentary. So they're they're having fun with it, which I really liked. I think there were some bits in it that were what quite comical, especially um, the the sound guy and he like he hears <laughs> the opening of the beer. He's like Yee! like this little kind of these these cute little it bits. He's a good in sound. There. It, oh, yeah. it's a great sound. And, you know, will it change people's perception of beer and, and get more people drinking beer? Don't know, like Canadian Club had a really good play at it as well of, you know, I'm just not that into beer, which I think was a fantastic campaign. Um, and it gave me the feels of like the the big beer ad from Carlton Draft, like trying to bring the song into it and get this kind of war cry going on. So for me, I thought it was quite refreshing. And, yeah, that's why I picked it. <laughs> What about you, Pot? Well, I'm a little annoyed because the two of you have stolen absolutely everything that I wanted to say. So for me, <laughs> I think well done to you guys for picking up on all, all of those aspects. But I think what I thought was clever about it is if it was a piss take, and I'm not saying it is, and Caro, that was your take on it, Gabs, that wasn't. But I thought 
I think if it was a piss take on this whole inclusiveness of you have to have every single type of human being in there whatsoever, it was done exceptionally well if it was a piss take. Now, if it wasn't a piss take and they're just saying as a brand that it's for everyone, then I think that was done exceptionally well yeah. as well. So they've really got both sides. So for someone that might be a bit cynical, kind of going, oh, for fuck's sake, did they really have to get every single human being in there? You know, was there dogs drinking beer as well? Yeah. And for those that are saying, you know, what we really do want to have a brand that is super inclusive and that says it's okay to everyone, I think there's some super clever little cues in there, like the music and the, the song. I'm all about a song in an ad. So I absolutely love that. And I think that was super, super clever. And yes, I am being positive because that's the, 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 the process of Bones this year. But also, like, if that little sound is another little cue that makes you think of Bolter Beer, I just think, what a ripper. What a great idea. Really, really clever. So for me, it's a bit of a hats off because whichever way you look at it, it's got people talking about it, whether you think they've gone too far on this inclusiveness or whether you think it's a fabulous thing on this inclusiveness. I think it's good because it's got people thinking about it. I did think Mick Fano, and I'm a huge fan. I reckon he's a ripper and he does a lot for a lot of people. But I think his little bit where he's singing about the shark, I mean, I was just pissing myself laughing. I'm like. <laughs> it was so good because it was so bad. Do you know what you I mean? Like, it was so, that, like, that's right. It was so bad. Out of tune. And there were, I think the copywriting was brilliant. Like I picked up. One of the lines which I thought was awesome was, like her, I'm an everyday, every man, ordinary, everyday man, one can relate to you. I'm just like, it's just so Aussie. That's right. You mean right at the you know start I mean? with the lady in the Yeah, back. they're, they're like, the they're, no, it's the that, Indian guy that like hilarious. pops up and he's like, I'm an everyday, everyone, everyday, ordinary, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yes, yes. Like, I'm just bobbing my head the whole time being like, anyway, it made, it gave me the good feels. Would it make me drink the beer? Don't I? Like I don't. I'm pale ale or IPAs and VPAs and whatever they're called. I don't understand that whole concept. Um, but they have branched out into all these other kind of types of beer as well. So yeah, I'd try it. I love their branding. I think their branding's very kind of unbeerish. Which as a brand, I think they're trying to be unbeerish too. So for me, it um it made me smile. Yeah, definitely made a, a smile and. Um... Nothing's going to stop me drinking Great Northern, but you know what? Good, good effort. Good, good try. Okay, well, it's time. It's question time. Um, yeah, we've had a couple of questions of late, which I think were probably the questions I posed were a bit lame. So hopefully, this one's a good one. The question is, how do you get your toddler out of a Zoom meeting? Is my question to everyone. You just rock on, like it's uh, okay. What are you worried about? Just rock on. She's not hurting anything. Um. I guess on the same lines of like the diversity and the, do you want to be included? Okay. It's all about inclusivity. The diversity <laughs> and the inclusiveness. Do um, do we think that all ads need to start doing it? Like, is it with the whole movement of, you know, representing everybody in every way, do we think it's our charge now in advertising to ensure that all ads are inclusive or is there a place for ads that aren't inclusive? What do you reckon? Well, I think one of the things, that, and I guess, Gabs, it's topical for you and I at the moment with one of our larger FMC brands that we're looking at right now as far as segmentation goes. So I think the point is that within a particular market of people you're trying to campaign to, I guess it's important there to be inclusive and to get 
you know, every type of human being that we think is a potential to purchase that particular product. Is it important that we have everyone involved in everything? I think the answer is no. Without a doubt, no. And it really does come down to you know, being really clear about the data on who you're trying to provide this product to, you know, who are we campaigning to? So yes, inclusive within the group set of people that we're campaigning to is really what I would say when, when you're talking about that. But I think the context of your question, Cara, is really clever because with what Bolter have done, and I guess with what a lot of brands are doing, they're going so far removed from, you know, what, what we've seen previously to be completely inclusive. And is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? That's the question, I guess, isn't it? Mm. Yes. What do you think, Gabs? Um, so for me, I think inclusivity is relative to the brand and the product or the service that you're trying to sell. So if we're selling feminine hygiene products, yes, we're I going probably to... probably don't need to know too much about them. We're going to be inclusive in terms of within that audience that requires that product. So that inclusivity perhaps looks like size, um, like body size and age and um, different cultures and, and ethnicities. But it probably doesn't necessarily look like gender diversity um, in that specific situation. So I personally feel like inclusivity is required um, and diversity is required within um, reason and within, um, you know, what you would expect to see based on a certain category product or service in terms of its actual required need for that audience. Um, and then additionally, on top of that, I also think it comes down to brand. So if your brand needs to be seen or, you know, your brand is known for, um, I guess, having that sort of DNA to it, yes, it's very important. However, if you have a brand where that is not, you know, your top priority, then perhaps is not as important to your target audience. So that's like a really sitting on the fence answer, but yeah, I think it's a, okay. I think it's okay too though, because I think it's it's a new space that historically, you know, beer ads have been for men and shampoo's been for women and it's been really kind of specific in in what gender we're talking to or what person we're talking to but I think in agreeance with both of you it's it's fit for purpose some things are for particular people and that's okay I think as well I don't think every campaign and every brand has to talk to everyone because it's just not the nature of of products and services they are specific to to people's needs not necessarily to people's gender. So, you know, I yeah. think it's good to be inclusive, but I think if you try and be inclusive when you shouldn't be, I think that can that can come off or that can actually have a negative impact really as well. And Imagine VB doing it. Sorry, Gabs, you go on. Oh, that's what I was going to touch on is that some brands are saying that they're being inclusive and they're trying to be inclusive and when it's not done, Properly. The perfect, yeah. Correct. Way you can, can get 
people and I have a lot of backlash. Like the ladies in the office yesterday were talking about a clothing brand who say that they've got, um, you know, um, body size diversity, but their highest um, clothing size is like a size 10 and they're only using influencers that go up to a size 10 and they're saying, well, that's not really representative and that's not inclusive. So mm. it's, I think it's like political correctness is something that we all is becoming much bigger and something that I know even in our agency and when we're briefed a lot, it's um it's something that we really have to teeter on and be quite careful about. Yeah, considerate of I reckon is it's it's, mm. it's really the point we we've got to make sure that it's a part of our mind. But imagine how could how could a brand like VB go in this particular space, which traditionally has been a really you know a, a, a male focused beer. Definitely, I think they've done, if you look back at, you know, some of the creative, it does really appeal to a broad array of human beings as well. So they're not just, you know, white males with, you know, brown hair and beards. It does really traverse right across. So I think you can see it permeating across a bunch of different things. But um, I wonder how VB would go targeting women. Like, how would that yeah. be from a, uh, from a campaign point of view? You know, who knows? But I guess the point of the the exercise is is really asking that question about you know how important is it right now across everything we do. I think it will change though as um, younger generations continue to come through, and perhaps brand loyalists to brands like BB who are maybe in that older demographic that. Um, don't share the same values as, as younger generations who are coming through and haven't been brought up the way that younger generations are coming through. Like it might be a generational thing that over time the word diversity and inclusion, like that just becomes the new norm. It's not something, it's not a buzzword or a topic that's even discussed. It just be, And I think that's the whole goal and purpose of it, that at some point we don't even have to use those words. Um, it just is the new cultural norm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I think it allows the younger brands to kind of cannibalise the market as well if it's done right. So you might get people like myself that wouldn't drink VB, may drink Volta now. So I think it's it's going to be an interesting play, like you say, for those older brands that have the history of being, you know, quite gender specific. How, like you said, Craig, how are they going to play in this space? I think it'll be really interesting to watch. Hmm. Absolutely. And seeing whether Bolter goes the way of other brands that have been purchased by the multinationals, you know, and ends well, yeah, up being owned just, by um, CUB now. So we'll see, yeah, right. okay. see if they can stick to their, to their, yeah. Um, yeah. See whether profit they're... gets in the way of, you know, inclusiveness or, you know, whether inclusiveness that's, uh... can mean profit though as well. If you diversify well, your, that's the question, your customers. So they're, yeah. they're saying that it potentially can, but, does it alienate the traditional beer drinker by marketing the beer this way to say it's for everyone? So all of a sudden, the larger portion of the market goes, that's not for me because it's not what's gender specific or what's you know currently being marketed to to that particular beer drinker. So it'd be interesting to see, won't it? Nice. That my friends. Good discussion, guys. Is another edition of the Bones of Advertising. Don't go changing. We'll be back to four next week, maybe. Or maybe we'll be through. Maybe even two. Who knows? We'll see you all next week.